My brother's forgiven me. He, Dr. Hung, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank 2021. You, thank, you, thank you. Brother, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? The new year, baby. Yeah, it's about time. Oh, yeah. It's it felt like a long time coming, didn't it? <laughs> so, so a pretty eventful year, seems like. Yeah. I mean, once you look back on it, you figure out all the things that you actually got accomplished mm -hmm. um, and, and really didn't realize all the things that you really got accomplished. Like the other day, I went to my garage and I was like, did I, did I do this this year? Like, because I painted the walls and, uh, and I epoxied the floor and everything. Yeah. So, so I, I couldn't remember if I did it, but I know I did. Yeah, nah, yeah. I, I feel I feel the opposite actually. I mean, I, I did I did a lot this year. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think I just I, I was thinking about the New Year's resolutions that we did last year about this time, you know. Uh, and I definitely didn't accomplish the uh, the goals that I set for myself, which was simple, like write two features and. Uh, I, I ain't do that. Like I wrote 15 pages <laughs> and that was it, you know, um, but I did, I did do some stuff in production. So that was, you know, that was cool. I worked on a few projects, doing some coloring, uh, editing, um, did some, uh, assisted in some camera work on some stuff. Uh, didn't do any of my own projects though. Uh, so that's definitely going to have to be a push for this year is to uh, create something of my own, get it out there. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Everything, I feel like everything that we went through in 2020 is pushing us for something to do for, you know what I'm saying, in 2021. Yeah, I was a little lazy in 2020. So it was, it was something about it, like just being stuck at the house where like initially I was like, oh, it's cool. I'm going to be real productive. And it did the exact opposite effect <laughs> on me. Like, <laughs> like had all these goals set in mind. You know, was nothing. I was like, man, I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm just... I don't know. I just felt real mundane about the whole experience, you know. And I, I know a lot of people, uh, especially uh, within the creative realm, they just they ain't really create. They was just like, you know, because I, I guess the when you look at long term, you're like, man, what's the point if I can't go shoot it? You know what I mean? Because uh, mm -hmm. everybody still stuck social distancing and, and, and mask and all that type of stuff. And like, there are ways around it to shoot and stuff, but it's just so difficult, you know. Right. So yeah. So uh, any any New Year resolutions? So yeah, this year again, uh, definitely uh, trying to write a feature. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, probably produce or or actually shoot maybe two shorts this year. Um, I got a couple uh, decent ideas that I want to play around with. So um, I actually have a pilot. Uh, like 30 minute sitcom type deal, not sitcom, cause I don't want a studio audience that make it sound like it's gonna be a studio, audience, but a comedy uh, mm -hmm. that I wanna do uh, here at, with, with my work, my coworkers, you know what I mean? Based around the military. So I think that could be real funny. So I wanna do that this year. Uh, so just wanna kind of move into uh, more video production, more filming uh, to kind of put my degree to use as well as uh, from a work standpoint, uh, I'm also transitioning into our training section for uh, security forces. Uh, so that'll be really interesting going into that and learning that job and uh, getting everything squared away with that. How much time you got left? 
So it's a complicated question in a way. <laughs> it, it really is just because, uh, like, I joined 2002, right? So you, you I mean, do 20. Like 18, that sounds like 18 years, right? Yeah, there. nah, yeah, it seems like it, right? Uh, so you do 20, then you get out, or at least that's, that's how it's supposed to go. So, but I joined uh, the reserve guard first. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much in, that counts for the 18 years. But then within that time, I switched over to more of an active status. So then that's a whole different type of retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have 18 years in, but if we're talking about retirement wise, uh, from a traditional guard standpoint, I only have like 17 years in because I had a bad year where I just wasn't showing up no more because I was ready to get out. <laughs> so that was that was <laughs> I was ready. I was done, man. So uh, luckily I got over that hump. But yeah, so I had a bad year. Um, so uh, I would still have three years if I was just doing a traditional thing. But then when I came on full time in 2010, uh, that pretty much rest- restarted my clock. Uh, but I had already had some time from being overseas and stuff. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I still got about eight. What? Yeah. About eight years. But within that eight years, like once I'm done, like I get my, I get my full active duty retirement the day I retire type deal. You know what I mean? Like I ain't got to wait till retirement age. So, I mean, you might as well be retirement age in eight years. What? <laughs> I'm going to be like 43. <laughs> Maybe it's not eight. Maybe it's more like, yeah, no, it's like eight. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's like eight, seven or eight now. So. All right. Cool. Cool. I, I just wanted to ask you that because um, I know you was talking about uh, things that you've been doing and bouncing around. Yeah. So I just wanted to, to, to ask and see how much further you had to go. Yeah. I mean, but moving in our training section too should give me a little bit more consistency uh, with a schedule because our schedules is crazy here right now being on shift. So uh, that's taking a lot of time because somebody would be like, yo, are you free such and such day? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not free that day. You know, and it's mostly on the weekends. This will give me the weekends off uh, more times than not. So. So uh, you was talking about your New Year's resolutions and goals and things of that nature. So uh, one of the things that I do is I write down, like at the end of the year, I write down, I did, I should, and I will. So when I I say that to say, uh, I write down everything that I did in 2020, everything I should have done in 2020, and then everything I will do in 2021, along with a list of goals. So in 2020, I had a list of 15 goals. I only achieved like seven of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I had I had work to do as well. So there's some things that I, I fell short of, but uh, some of those things I plan on picking back up in 2021. Um, New Year's resolution, I can't remember. I was talking to Ricardo, who we had as a guest a couple of, you know what I'm saying, episodes back. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him this weekend. Me and him had a really good conversation and me and him came up with this, this saying that just totally just, I just forgot what it was. I should have wrote it down because it was a perfect saying or model for 2021. It was like, basically like, I can't remember exactly the words, but it's basically go get what you you want. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's what it is. So those are the things that 
Uh, I'm not done writing down all my goals for 2021, but I do know that I want to continue to help people. Uh, it's one thing, helping people where they are, uh, helping people achieve what it is that they want to achieve, uh, things of that nature. So I've already had like, you know, four or five conversations with people who's actively looking to, you know, do entrepreneurial business ventures. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and even though I'm not savvy, nor am I an entrepreneur, I want to help them achieve any way that I can. So I just let them know that I'm here to help in any capacity that I can already. Yeah. I mean, if you uh, get further along with that, uh, you know, take notes and everything, because I could use a good, uh, like entrepreneur, venture capitalist, <laughs> uh, go lobby and get funds for me so I can make some of these projects that I got, I got in my mind, you know, because uh -huh. um, stuff costs money, man. You know, I'm not affiliated with any type of like Warner Brothers and stuff. And being in, here in Nashville, you know, I mean, essentially we independent filmmakers, you know, because mm -hmm. there's no big studios here. So, uh, yeah. Or, or maybe you can create one, you know what I'm saying? Not even Absolutely. Though you, even though that, you know, you may want to make the film, but maybe it's your calling to create something that's not here yet yeah absolutely and i also i want to uh that's another thing that i'm gonna do this year is i'm gonna rebrand uh right now it's uh the 80s productions yeah. and i'm gonna rebrand that uh, i haven't come up with a good idea just yet or a good name so uh i'm still working on that but yeah definitely i want to kind of uh center something more around what it is that i want to do um as far as in the entertainment uh, realm in the film realm. Yeah, so I think that's a good one. Uh, I'm actually gonna write that one down about the, um, you just mentioned about, re not rebranding, but I can't find out what I do with my pen. Uh, what you mentioned about that there is no, you know, studios here. So maybe that's something to actually start looking into, like what it will it take to like rent out warehouse space or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, different locations, whether it be in Nashville or a suburb of Nashville, things like that. Now, there, I mean, we we have studios. Like, there's legit, like, warehouse studios, green screens, mm -hmm. all that type of stuff where you can start uh, setting up film sets and things like that. We do have that here in Nashville, but what we don't have is, like, a, a, a production studio backing it. So it's not, it's not, there's no way for me to, like, or maybe I just don't know um as far as like a way to go like pitch my idea to people you know what i mean like netflix ain't got an office here so um that's what i mean when i say independent filmmaker like i gotta raise the money myself sh shoot it myself you know what i mean do everything kind of like on our own i got you maybe we, that's the conversation that we should actually have offline honestly uh because I, I just came up with a couple of questions i want to ask but i want to ask you offline all right, so yeah, for sure. All right, so um, what else you got going on, right? I mean, three three days into the new year, what's up? What you mean? What you watching? Uh, uh let's see. So, uh, I don't know where to start, man. I mean, like, for me, Cobra Kai was the first yeah. thing I watched. I mean, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Like I, I, I finished uh, yesterday. What you think? I don't know. We doing spoilers? How did how did we get? Like, I can do a broad uh, overview. But, you know. <laughs> I think it's, we can do a. It's kind of new. new. Yeah, it's kind of new. I don't want to spoil it for people. You know, <clears throat> that may not that may still be pushing through it. But uh, nah, it was very good. Uh, I like what they did. I like how they're continuing the story. 
uh, um, I, so here, here's my thing, right? And whatever, I don't care what people think. This, uh, I don't know what's happening in high schools these days, and that just so <laughs> reflects what's happening in high schools, but there's no way that some of these popular characters would be talking to some of these unpopular characters. Uh, and it just blows my mind. It's, it's, it's something that happens in this show particular. That I was like, bullshit. Like, there's no, nah, come on. Like, that would never happen in my school. And if it did, like, it would be to the point where nobody would know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. There, when I went to school, it was it was clear lines of, like, cool kids, not cool kids. Yeah, it was groups of, like, yeah. the cool kids, the jocks. Yeah, the cheerleaders, the the the, the nerds, and yep. you know. people that bully, people that don't, you know, what I mean, that get bullied, yeah. you know, what I mean, and it wasn't, you know, everything went behind a computer screen as far as like cyber bullying, because like I'm not gonna say I'm a component for bullying, but I'm not gonna say that it doesn't help some people, you know what I mean, like because it it, it can push you to change and to grow uh, yeah. because you just kind of get tired of hearing the same stuff every day, but it can't be bad as well you know what i mean because it pushes you the other way yeah and everybody like it depends on what your mental capacity is right you know what i mean so but background upbringing all that but that was my big problem with cobra kai and they they did something similar in the uh the recent spider-man movies uh where they they kind of make i don't know man they they make high school look like everybody just included now and they might be i don't know Cause I'm not in high school no more. But when I went to high school, everybody wasn't included. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you said, there was clear groups, and mm-hmm. if you went in that group, then you ain't you ain't in that group. Like, it's not like we're all gonna throw a party and everybody's invited. No, right? With you in school, you're not coming to my party. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's very weird to see those lines get blurred and people cross. You know what I mean? Just kind of just free will and do whatever they want, and everybody's included. Like, it's just a, a weird thing for me to except even but though that's the thing you know what i'm saying that's the thing now everybody got to be included so they want to show that you know specifically on tv yeah but is it happening in real life oh i have no idea yeah. I can't tell you myself. but you know i think that it's a good concept i guess you could say to have for inclusion i guess i don't know but i think that i mean i, I enjoyed it as well I, I i blazed through all 10 episodes in one day yeah um so yeah, I, I said and I binged it. It was pretty good. I didn't. I think that Miguel. So this is a spoiler alert. Of course, you know he was uh, paralyzed or in a coma at the last season. Uh, this season he wakes up and of course he can. He's able to walk. But so my thing about him walking is, it happened way too fast. So okay, and that's not really a spoiler because I feel like they showed that in the trailer. Okay. Uh, but uh, my thing. I, I agree with you. However, like I did note while watching, I even said it out loud. It's like at least some time went by, as opposed yeah. to like in Dark Knight Rises when Batman had his back broke. Like he just got better in a day. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so that I, I will give you that argument. But like, yeah, did nah, say some, at least months did pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, he had he had a little bit of time during that progression. My whole thing also was you talking about how high school is now my thing that i noticed doing watching it was why are these kids so angry like why are you carrying grudges this long like if everybody be like nah the fight is over it's done it's over and they was like no it's not over until it's over what does that mean are you yeah. trying to kill somebody yeah like what is uh-huh. the point that's a, 
I mean, you already hurt somebody in the last episode. I mean, yeah. the last season. Now this season, like, what is the end goal? Or is your purpose to kill somebody? That was my thing. Like, what is the, what is the outcome? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's that's a good question, but you know, it's I do come from a time where I, I fought people in school and we became good friends after that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just probably mostly probably because they just sat us in ISS together. You know what I mean? So you ain't had nobody else to talk to, but the dude you just got in a fight with. Mm-hmm. So. And sometimes you just got to get that aggression out and then everything's okay after that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, seem, it does seem like, I think that's just in society today as a whole that people are carrying on grudges a lot longer than what they used to. Um, and it, I don't know. I don't know if social media got something to do with it in real life. You know, I'm not talking about the show, just, you know, really, but like in real life, like, I don't know if social media has something to do with carrying on grudges, but it just, it seems like it's ramped up more to where now people just, just hold on to stuff longer. Um, it's not like, all right, man, we get in this fight and now we cool, or, you know, that's dead. I don't talk to you. You don't talk to me. We through with this. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. It's just, it's just the way society is right now. I think. I, I guess. I think that, I thought that was weird to, to me. That was weird. Yeah, how like everything should have been squashed a long time ago, and it and it wasn't. It's not even that serious. Like I don't even understand like <laughs> what they fighting over. Really, like I enjoy the fights. You know what I'm saying on the show, right. but like, what are y'all mad at? Like y'all, like really, it's almost like he said, she said type stuff. But it's it's it's, it's perspective. The whole show is about perspective. Absolutely, and, and manipulative. Manipulative. So uh, of course. Uh, Crease. Yeah, Crease. Very manipulative. He's yeah. just playing his kids against each other. Um, but then it, I like how it gave you backstory on his part as well. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, that was good. And it, yeah. they, they actually went a route that I wasn't expecting with him because I thought, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm, I'm trying not to give away spoilers, but they went away that I didn't expect him to because I thought he was in season two when Crease showed up. I think he showed up in season two. He seemed like some of his story was made up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I thought that's the route that they were going to go. But, you know, it seems yeah. like they had other plans. Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah. So, yeah. Cobra Kai, if you're not watching it, man, you got to check it out. Like, oh, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Got watch season one, two, and three. Yeah. They already got four in the works. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for that already. <laughs> I think it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely high recommendation. Hopefully, four don't take two years to come out and these yeah. kids are getting older like you can tell <laughs> like you yeah. can tell like like nah they're definitely growing fast so you, you need to hurry up and kick these out you know and, and then just end the show yeah 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 i thought they don't have to end it somewhere they have yeah. to mm-hmm. um yeah because like you said kids getting older and wasn't gonna follow cobra kai to college yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cobra Kai said I die, man. Like until somebody's dead. Like by far, Hawk is my favorite character. I, I don't like Hawk. I like I Hawk, man. Sometimes he's sometimes me to me. Like sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. Like uh more often than not, I find myself not liking him just because uh-huh. he's just he's too emotional. You know well, what I mean? Like, he got a lot of stuff going on too. He do, he do. But then there's other times where like that emotion comes into play. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I like I like that you did that. So uh-huh. uh, I, I, I think I'm I'm still like the main focus for me of the show and the characters that I, I tend to draw to is Miguel and uh, Johnny, which Johnny is hands down my favorite character. Yeah, uh, just because like 
it's just interesting seeing his side. And then like once you once you get to the point where you're on his side, you just want to see him do well just because it's yeah. life, like you're like, oh man, like this could have went so different for you. Because you're invested. You're invested yeah. now. You you three seasons in. You want to see him yeah. do good. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see Johnny succeed, man. Like <laughs> he's doing his best. You know what I mean? Like that's all you can ask for out of somebody just for them to do their best. And yeah, my you know. whole thing also though is that he's doing his best, but he's putting all his time and energy into Miguel, which he should be in my opinion, putting it into his son, who I know he's been trying to, and his son has been kind of like standoffish, rejecting mm-hmm. him a little bit. But as a father myself, no matter how all, how many times I think right now, standing today, no matter how many times my child will push me away, I think right now, again, that I will continue to always try to push for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think the show plays with the idea of what is a father and what is what it means like is it just the blood aspect of it right mm-hmm. so johnny has blood ties to uh what's his name robbie robbie um but robbie's a like he's the most hated character on the show like i can't stand the kid mm-hmm. so like you know you kind of get that that sense that like all right he's he's trying to work on his relationship but robbie won't let him so it's just kind of weird and awkward but Robbie holds a grudge because he wasn't there for most of his life. Right. But then on but the flip side, you have Miguel, and he is pouring in a lot of attention and affection into Miguel and pretty much his surrogate father mm-hmm. and um, like doing well in that aspect. So, like, but it's a different story on the other side with Robbie. Like, he's there every time Robbie quote unquote kind of needs him at a crossroads or at a point where he needs him. Like Johnny's right there. It's just that yeah. Robbie's pushing him away and won't allow him to to help in any type of way. So he's 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 doing the best that he can. He doesn't have a legal guardianship over him. You know, Robbie doesn't live with him. You know, he's the kid's gotta be close to 18. Um so it's just one of the, I think they said he's 17 this season. So it's just one of those things like another year, like he he could clearly have nothing to do with Johnny for the rest of his life. And really, he doesn't have anything to do with him right now. So right. Uh, I kind of see where Johnny's coming from and putting more into Miguel because Miguel is being. But in the show standpoint, you know what I mean? Like in real life, like it probably would be a different situation. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying the contrast between the TV show and real life. Yeah, but I think it's more accepting right because like johnny's been turned down his whole life like he had mm-hmm. crease and then he sought to be the villain and then you know everybody kind of turned their back on johnny <laughs> so now you had this kid that's like accepting of him like he's pouring into him and then on the flip side his son is like doing the same thing that people was doing to him in the 80s right man i started laughing because when you was talking uh this part the clip came to me when johnny was going job hunting Ah uh, yeah, <laughs> he was talking to a future employee. He said, "Come on, man, tell me. I, I see that you didn't fill out the uh, what does he say, the criminal background or whatever." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, oh, "Come on, man, talk to me, man to man." And yeah, he started going. <laughs> he told him all this stuff, and he said, "Man, it feels so good to tell somebody this." <laughs> he said, "I see that you that he uh, got arrested for assault and battery on some minors." And he's yeah. like, "And them kids had it coming." <laughs> That's what I like about Johnny, man. Like he's <laughs> like. As much as he's changed, as much as the narrative has changed on his story, you know, because now we kind of see his side of things, like he's still who he is. Like he never changed. Like he's still somewhat of a bully. He believes bullying works. Like it's a part where he's walking 
and he knocks somebody's and stuff out their hand. <laughs> and he's like, sorry. Oh, <laughs> like, he's still who he is. Like, he's still stuck in the 80s. He's the same guy. But, like, now you just kind of understand where he came from. Yeah. So, like, that's why he's, he's probably, I mean, not probably. He is my favorite character in the show and why I want to see him do well. Because, like, he's, I don't know. He's just unapologetically who he is like he's, i mean yeah it, it, it's his show really i mean cobra kai is his show it's yeah I, I think they gave Roth a lot of, i think they gave a lot of shine to Roth Machio this season though like a they lot did. like too much they, they gave his own little side story mm-hmm. when he went to japan and everything yeah they could have um, took it down about 20 percent. yeah i think they did that because he's you know executive producer i guess um, also I do like i do I like that they did go there I noticed that Will Smith is executive producer on there too. So I wonder he, if they were ever, He's always been an executive producer. I, yeah, I, but I ain't never pay attention. Oh, okay. Don on me, like, I think he got the rights once uh, Jaden had his movie. So I wonder if they will ever float Jaden into the storyline. Mm. Or uh, not to say not. that I want it, but I'm saying I wonder if they will. Or uh, Hilary Swank's character. Because, like, she really is. Like, she, she was with Mr. Miyagi. Uh, I don't even remember the name of her character in Karate Kid 4, but like she's within this universe. So she's out there somewhere. Mm, I hope not. Yeah. But you're right about Hillary Spawn, Hillary Swanks, but I don't know about Jaden because that was a totally different yeah. person. Um, man, I forgot what I was about to say. Oh, about the Japan trip. I thought that was pretty good. Him going back and reuniting with the people from what was the Karate Kid three? Mm. Not nah, two. Yeah. two, two, two. Okay, yeah. I-, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was good too, but I got some stuff that I'm reserved maybe for next time where I can spoil a little bit more because, like, I want to kind of dig deep into like what really happened over there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like I don't know how. Again, going playing off the TV series in real life hmm. and the, the dynamic between uh, a married man and having flashbacks of previous years ago. Like when he went to Japan, he was having flashbacks of who he was you know, dating at that particular mm-hmm. time. And then um, when he came back home and then had flashbacks of his old girlfriend from high school who showed up again, like, you can see the wheels turning in his head, which I thought was a good play on his, uh, I guess, the, the whole dynamic of him and his relationship. But it also made me think that why don't they, if they want to give him some more screen time, pour it into him and his wife's relationship. Mm, yeah. Because I mean, obviously something else is going on, but. I don't know. I mean, I think that was earlier, especially last last season when he started his own dojo you saw a big rift in between their relationship um like the car dealerships going down dojo's kind of suffering like yeah. both both things so it was a strain on their home life and i kind of got sick of it last season really oh, i did Honestly, too. You know that, I mean? that part i did but this season like i like what they did with his wife you know mm-hmm. um and her her involvement with the the dojo and her involvement with uh crease and everything like I, I thought they did a like she stepped it up big so i was really happy about that but i think that's probably why they don't play into it more as far as showing them because i think it gets boring after a while because you're not there for them you're there for johnny so to, you know what i mean really because like you said it's his story it's his his and miguel's story and everybody else really should just be side characters but sometimes they get 
they give too much to somebody and then you're like, all right, just get more. Like, let's move it along. You're just clearly you're just filling time. Um, so I don't know, man. Like, I, I see what you're saying, though. And like, again, like, because I don't want to go into too much spoilers, like some of the stuff that you're saying right now, like I, I, I do have feelings about that I want to go through. But right. Yeah. I just have to hit it uh next time. Next time. Yeah, that's cool. Now I think that uh, overall, you know what I'm saying? I think this is a, a good series. Keep it going. You gotta end it somewhere. I just don't know where. Um, but I think that we 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 talked a lot about it thus far. I think it's time to move on to another subject. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh since we're talking about new stuff, uh I'm gonna jump from TV. We'll we'll get back to TV, but let's jump to Wonder Woman because it's burning in my mind right now. Right. Uh, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. What's your what's your thoughts before overall, I do? <laughs> overall, I thought it was an okay movie. It wasn't a good movie. It was an okay movie. Uh, I thought the first one was definitely better than the, this one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do think that the uh, there were some holes. I guess you could say some plot yeah, holes. Plot holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw a clip today on YouTube on. Uh, the pitch meeting for Screen Rant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, he exploited hey. some stuff in there, and I was like, "You right." Shout out to that dude, man. I don't yeah. know his name, but man, he be, he nails it every time. <laughs> he do. But like a lot of times, I need you to get way off my back yeah. on this one. A lot of times he say stuff. I'd be like, "Man, I was thinking that too." Like I'm glad yeah. that you put me on that. Um, but yeah, nah, yeah, he he definitely exploited the mess out of them for yeah, uh, he did or exposed. I'm sorry. Cause it didn't make sense, honestly. The whole thing, I guess. I don't know if you want to say if this is a spoiler or not. Nah, I, you I'm know what? Everybody should watch it by now. Spoiler alert on one Chris. I said we so, go go with it. <laughs> so the whole thing was how he said like that that wishing rock or stone or whatever, mm-hmm. and how she wished for Trevor back, and he came back, but only his conscious and somebody else's body. Yeah. And yet mm-hmm. everybody else who made a wish came true, like physically there. So mm-hmm. why couldn't it happen for him? Right. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? That didn't even bother me in the movie. Like, I didn't even care. Because uh, you saw him. You, yeah. caught, you saw Chris Pine. That's the reason why it didn't bother you. But, I mean, they they clearly show you the other dude first. And then you like, oh, this is what she's seeing. Not really that what she's seeing. This is what her, like, subconscious is seeing. Because he's still that dude. Uh, the other guy, you know. Body. Right. So, when she's having relations with this guy, she's having relations with <laughs> not Chris Pine's body. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, but that wouldn't my like it wasn't even on the radar of problems that I had with the film. <laughs> so I don't know if you're done. No, nah, I mean it's a back and forth. It's All right, head. so the movie's trash. The movie's trash. Like, and I wanted to like it. Like, I really wanted to like, and I was so excited to get like a comic book movie. And DC at that, because like I'm I'm more of a DC fan than I am Marvel at this point in my life. You know, I don't know how that happened, but you know. But uh yeah, so Wonder Woman, the first one, all right, was directed by Patty Jenkins, Star Gal Gadot. So yep. essentially, you think in theory the same team's coming back because that's how they advertise it. Uh it's like still directed by Patty Jenkins, still has Gal Gadot. What is it missing? It's missing Zach freaking Snyder. Dude that directed BVS and uh, the Justice League that's about to come out. Not the bull that came out in theaters, but the one that's about to come out in March. 
Snyder Cut version of Justice League, and he also did Man of Steel. He produced the mess out of that movie to the point where he had everything set, and Patty Jenkins was essentially the last piece of the puzzle. So by the time she came on, she just put her name on it. Yeah, essentially, she just directed it. Like the script was already done, the uh, like the tone was already set. You know, for the movie, uh, Gal Gadot was already the star. So it's just so the whole time that Wonder Woman 2 got announced and Zack Snyder by that point had already stepped away from everything mm-hmm. DC. I, I've been screaming to the rooftops because everybody was talking about how great of a movie Wonder Woman is and how great Patty Jenkins is for directing it. And I was like, wait, wait to see what she does when she's by herself. And now I say that, but I can't say that this is 100% Patty Jenkins fault because also, who had a producer and writing credit on this film is a guy named Jeff Johns that has been caught up in a whole bunch of allegations over at DC uh, yeah. for uh, you know intimidating Ray Fisher and having issues with Ray Fisher. He's also been quite notable, uh, noted as the issue with the Suicide Squad was chopped up like a music video. It's because of him. Uh, he he's the one that brought in Josh Whedon to re uh, shoot more than like 70% of justice league film that we actually got in theaters. So his name's all over this thing. So I was like, before I'm I rush to say it's Patty's fault. Cause the brighter tones is the Jeff Johns thing. The comedy, like infusing the comedy, Cause he sees what Marvel's doing. And he's like, Oh, we need to do that. that yeah. He does. And uh, so I can't blame it 100% on Patty, I'm, and I'm not. And even th- I think this week here, we found like they, Patty has said that uh, the first Wonder Woman uh, that DC came in in the last minute and told her that she needed a, a big fight with Ares at the end. And that's not what she was going to do. So it's interesting to see like what she could do if everybody leaves her alone to see if she's mm-hmm. a good director or not, which also posed the question, like, what is she going to do with Star Wars and that? movie that she's supposed to have over there that's the problem with hollywood altogether is that they just don't let directors yeah, directors. yeah it is just because you you've put up a little bit of money mm-hmm. or you got some clout you know what i'm saying you feel like you you gotta give your input yep and so, not necessarily to give your input but tell them like demand like this is this is not negotiable yeah but the movie's trash it, all the way through the opening made no sense i mean it made sense but it, it never came back into play uh, except to give you a cameo of uh, Linda Carter at the end, and that it did give you, it did tie back in at the very end when she gave her speech. The whole premise. I don't like care nothing about that. The whole premise was that there's no shortcuts in life. I, I got that. Stupid. That was point. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. Steve Trevor coming back. It wasn't like he served no purpose to even come back. So like no, he, to, really, he really did to do that complicated. He's in somebody else's body thing. That was dumb. Uh, Kristen Wiig was miscast to high heaven. Like that was one of the biggest miscasts I've ever I thought seen. She did a good job. She did a good job for what she had. If you hire Kristen done if, previously before right. in her career, like yeah, they I knew what they were getting. They knew what they were getting, but it was a miscast because they. Here, here's the thing: she wants to be like Gal. She wants to be like Wonder Woman. You, Kristen Wiig. She didn't. But she didn't know. I'm not talking about the powers. If you just want the confidence 
mm-hmm. of what we've seen from Diana, from Wonder Woman, from Gal Gadot. Like, you're not going to get it from Christian Wig. Like, it's, it's impossible. You can't, like, it's a part where they go into the party, right? They're going to, like, a party oh, that yeah. Max Lord is throwing. So, like, in comes uh, Diana in the white dress. Then behind her, here comes Christian Wig in, like, a black dress. It's not a comparison. Like, and she's like, oh, shocked. Like, she's turning heads too. I'm like, that probably wouldn't happen. Like, cause like, I'm, if I'm at that party, I'm still looking at Diana. Like, I'm still following her around that room because she is stunning as opposed to Christian Wig. It's okay. Now, keep in mind, they, she looks good for Christian Wig. Like, they did a good job <laughs> of making her look good for her. What does that mean? She looks good for Christian Wig. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, she, I think she's just, uh, like she's ingrained with like SNL and the silliness of all that. And, and then like the roles that she's taken since then, like they're all mostly silly, silly, like even in bridesmaids, like she's the goofy character and stuff like that. So I wouldn't even really consider her, you know, a, a, a B-list actress. I always see her like her as a C. Like, cause like you said, she's ingrained in the SNL. Yeah. No, I, I give her a B man. Cause like, they, I, I mean, she's a good actress for what she does. But would I she think, get like a good supporting, like a B actress would means that you would get a, a nomination for like a supporting actress type role. It's possible. It's mm-hmm. po- if they gave her something more serious, I heard she did good in uh, the skeleton siblings or skeleton brother, sister skeletons or something. I don't know the name of that. But anyway, she she's had like nods to like good acting. So I'm not going to take that away from her as an actor or actress or however you want to say it. But I just don't think that like the whole time you're supposed to be comparing her to Diana and you cannot do that. So, so what did you think about uh, uh, Pedro? I thought in the beginning he was corny as crap, but as the movie, I think he got stronger as the movie got went on mm-hmm. um, his character, uh, his motivations were a little lacking. Yeah. I mean, it's just they they didn't flesh it out well enough. Like his little flashbacks of him getting beat up as a kid from his father, like that's not good enough to try to manipulate and take over the entire world. Like this mm-hmm. is that was way too much. Um I think the problem with this movie and in and, and some movies is that they they want men to be monsters so bad that like they just gloss over some of the the stuff that kind of make them that way or you know i don't know it's just, it was weird like they just kind of like push past a lot of his stuff and just was like oh men are bad so here we go and uh but i thought he did i think he did good for what was on the page you know what i mean like his acting was strong uh by the end where he's like granted like i like all that like when he's just like granting wishes and stuff like that um uh, so yeah i was shocked that they actually like purposely said that he was latin in it um i think one of the oil tycoons like called out is this ethnicity uh, yeah thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> so like uh like i was shocked because i thought they was just gonna be like maxwell lord and just like he's an ambiguous character we're not gonna even give him a, a, a race or anything but like nah they did and even called him Liz, what was it lazano or something like that so my thing was also, I mean, of course, you didn't see his son's mother, but he obviously he's Latin. He has an Asian son. Like, what was his mother? Like, this kid was, so was Asian. He was always, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he's talking about representation in this movie for real. Right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, man. I mean, I think everybody did a strong job as far as casting goes, with the exception of Christian. It's just not her fault. I don't, I don't put that on her. I just think they made a bad choice in, in casting her. They should have went with somebody that could that's somewhat funny that that's been in like comedy roles, but like has a, a, a nice amount of sex appeal to them. Um, maybe, maybe that's not what they was going for. And then you're going to fail. Like, cause it's not going to reach, like you can't compare, you just but can't do problem, it. Like, it just the problem work. is who, who would you have cast in that role to go up against Gal Gadot? I mean, you could, it's a lot of different people that you could probably cast. I tried to think of this earlier because I felt like you was going to hit me with that question. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, but uh, you've seen um, Not She Hates Me. Uh, she's got to have it, right? The TV show, Spike Lee mm-hmm. on Netflix. Like yep. the, the girl that plays Lola. Uh, I don't know her name. The woman that plays her, uh, Lola Darling. Uh, I think she would have done good because like... Essentially, you don't have to go funny. You can just go nerdy. Cause like nerds are not necessarily like that clumsy bumbling thing is not a real good nerd trait. You could just have somebody that's super, like a super introvert that is scientific. You know what I'm saying? You could have just went that way. Like nobody noticed her, not because she's bumbling, but because she's so dedicated to her work that she just doesn't get put herself out there. Are, go you, ahead. are you saying that? The actual actress? Yeah. Really? Like, the like I think, because, like, I think she could have played a good nerd and then switched to the more, like, once she started going towards the cheetah route and getting the confidence, like, she could have portrayed that a lot better to where, like, you need somebody that when they get on screen, your eyes automatically gravitate oh, no. towards them. I, I, I 100% agree with that. That's the reason why I asked, who did you think should it be, mm-hmm. you know, her counterpart? Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to, reason why I'm stuck is because, of course, the actress that you're naming is a black woman. Yeah, no, I know. So that's the reason why I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised that you mentioned her because, of course, there was no black female representation in that mm-hmm. movie. Right, which is another reason why I even recommended her. I mean, because yeah. there's no point, like, there was no point for Cheetah to be white whatsoever. Like, they, there was no basis behind that. You know what I mean? Like, at least with Maxwell, for him being Latin, Latin or Mexican, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they gave a basis for that. They gave nothing for Cheetah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's why I said, I, I think somebody like her, um, you know, there's there's a ton of uh, white women actresses that could have played it at your eyes. You know what I mean? Some people just has a, have an it factor. That, Wanda Wise. Yeah. Is her, is her name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, some people have an it factor, and, uh, and Christian Wig just doesn't have it. it. You don't, like, she, when she comes on screen, you don't just lock in, like, oh, my God, like, it's Christian Wig. You're just like, oh, okay, she's going to do something funny. You know what I mean? But, like, that's not what the role really called for, except for, like, the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. So. And then, even when she did that, I thought it was too much. Yeah, it was bumbling. Like, you're mm-hmm. a nerd. Like, like I get it. And here, here's another problem with the movie. It's in the 80s. I'm okay with that. You shot the movie like you were shooting it in the 80s. Like from the cheesy script to the cheesy effects, like you shot it like you were shooting it in the 80s. I don't understand why you would do something like that. Like Wonder Woman looks like she's on a wire the entire time. Like she's moving weird. Like 
when she's running down the uh, road in, in Egypt or oh, whatever, yeah. like she's she doesn't even look like she's there. Cle- clearly, yeah, I know. Clearly, clearly green screen. Yeah, like it didn't even look realistic. So her flying, oh my god! First of all, I think that was horrible to have her fly or control fall, however you want to say it. Falling with grace. I think it was a horrible idea to put that into the movie along with the invisible jet, like pick one, maybe, I don't know. But uh, Mike, that was terrible. It looked cheesy. And uh, I heard it, I heard something where uh, Patty Jenkins said she wanted to pay honor to the like original Superman movies and Chris, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Richard Donner who did it. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> Cause you shot it. Like it was the first Superman movie to the point where you even reversed all of time. Like everything that happened in the movie, you reversed it at the end. Like yeah. Superman going around the world and reversing the world. Like you did the exact same thing. Like, I can't believe you would do that. And today, like it was a, such a huge step back for a comic book movies. It just made me mad. I was like, why, why would we do this? Why would we set this up in such a comical way? I'm, I'm, I mean, I would have rather have watched uh, Black Widow. 100%. 100%. Like, it's so, like, and I, I, so Wonder Woman, I think it, I didn't like the message. I honestly didn't like the message. I mean, I get it, but I didn't like it. It was drawn out. It was too long at the end. It was. Even in the, even in the screen rant thing, the, the dude pointed out, like, she was trying to lasso him while he was in that wind tunnel. And then all of a sudden, it just landed on his feet. We, like, we, how did that happen? But anyway. That, what happened that, to her shield and her sword? That, that the whole sequence thing was just way too long. Because in this one, all she has is the lasso. That's it. Also, that's yeah. the only weapon she has through the whole movie. Like you had a shield and you had a sword in the first Wonder Woman movie, and you have one in BVS, which this is supposed to connect to BVS. So what happened to it? Like, did you did you give it away? Did you pawn it for a little bit and then go back to get the money? Like, I don't understand. Like it was horrible. And then you're lasso and lightning like i get zeus is your father but like that's that's a little ridiculous you can turn a plane invisible like what like what are we doing right now what is the state of her powers that was my thing like what 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 happened to the plane after they got done Uh, i don't know and then then if you jump forward to uh the actual justice league movie like why we didn't use it then right if you if you had it back in the 80s where is it at now why were you not flying (laughs) exactly like, I, I just, I feel like, and I heard that this was supposed to be a soft reboot, but it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I was thoroughly disappointed. I am looking forward to seeing her again, that is Wonder Woman, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, because I think he's going to, she's going to feel like she did back in Wonder, the first Wonder Woman, you know, because uh, that was around the time when Zack had the rims, the reins. So, you know, we'll, we'll cross I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so disappointed. <laughs> like it was just, it was terrible. And I'm with you, man. Like I'm with you on the Black Widow thing. But then now I'm mad because Black Widow's supposedly going to theater. As of right now, it's still slotted to go to theater. Uh, so I'm not. I don't know where we're gonna be at in June or whenever it's supposed to come out. Like if all this is gonna be going away, I don't know how. Like I'm not looking. I'm not one of these people, and I'm and I want to be on the big screen one day. But I'm not one of these people that's like, oh man, we gotta hurry up and get back in theaters. Like, right. nah, we need to be safe first. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay, you push it, you're gonna lose money. You're gonna yeah. um, and that's gonna be the end of your uh, your your film career. Dude, Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in 2018, I think, 
here we are at the end of 2020 when he finally gets released. You know what I mean? Like they pushed the mess out of that movie. And I was like, I wonder why they were hiding it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it <laughs> kind of starts know. to speak. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> like, yeah, I want to touch up all that time. You kept pushing it back. You didn't want to touch up on anything. Maybe do a reshoot of a couple scenes. Like somebody had to see this. Like it was terrible, <laughs> man. Like you had too much time not to do nothing to that. We need we need to start ranking these movies and TV shows, man. We need to come up with a scale of, you know, like mm. bad to like best type deal like this would be at the bottom honestly I, like i said i try to be nice and say that it was an okay movie yeah <laughs> nah, it's trash i, I didn't even, i didn't well, we can say that it. say something from like trash to something else yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i wanted to like it i'm uh, i wanted to like it I, I just i didn't it's too cheesy this is the worst thing i've seen since like spider-man 3 like Peter Parker dancing down that's, the street. Like yeah, that's, that, that's 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 the way Yeah. Um all right. We spent a lot of time on one of them. Anything else on that then? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna let Wonder Woman go. Like okay. again, I'll I'll I hope by the time Wonder Woman three comes back, I think DC's gonna be in a different position. So it'll be interesting to see how that movie goes, what the tone is without Jeff Johns, because they're moving him out uh, and kind of bringing Zack Snyder back into the fold a little bit. So it'd be interesting to see how Wonder Woman 3 kind of kind of goes. Um, I'm going to hit this real quick because I don't think we talked about it, but Mando uh, season finale, Mandalorian. Uh, I don't think we talked about Luke or did we? I honestly don't remember Luke Skywalker. No, we didn't because we actually had a conversation. I called you. Mm. We talked about it. We did talk about it, but not yeah. on here. So uh, I know it's been talked to to death. I'm glad they didn't recast them. Uh, I'm glad that they just, you know, pasted Mark Hamill's face on there. And yes, you can tell that his face is pasted on there, but that's it's fine. Like, it's fine. We know it. <laughs> like, the man's, like, in his 60s now. Like, of course, he's not going to look the same. Um, and they probably didn't feel like spending the budget to make him look like a young Tony Stark. And that's the, what it was. It was definitely about the money. It's, yeah. It cost millions of dollars to even do that. Yeah, so, uh, but I was happy. As soon as I saw that glove and that green lightsaber, I was like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Like, that's awesome that they brought him back. I thought um, it was good as well. Uh, I left a little plot holes in the end, I, yeah. as we talked before, um, especially with- uh, Bo-Katana. Well, yeah, Bo-Katana. And she's, what is she going to do? Is she going to fight Mando for the dark saber? Mm-hmm. Um, is she going to fight him later on in season four? I mean, not four, three. What season yeah. is season three. Yeah, season three, three yeah. would be next. Um, what are they going to do with uh, Moff Gideon? Yeah. You know, uh, he looked like he was extremely scared of, of Luke when he came through the door. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Luke came through like a G. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he made quick work of those uh, dark <laughs> stormtroopers. Yeah, he did. But like, uh, them, them dark stormtroopers was nice, too, though. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like the comparison to like how they did this. Like, even though I, th- I think they had Luke moving stiff, um, but just how he came through and kind of wrecked shop um, was a good comparison to how Vader did in Rogue One. Yeah, but um, they, I think they, I get tired of them trying to redo old movies. So I'm not old, old scenes. Like, do something yeah, new. I get that, but like they're father and son. Like, it's not like it's from something completely different. Like, they, I think they're trying to draw the comparison. Like, no, this is still Vader's son. He would 
F stuff up if he needs to, you know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I like, I like the comparison, but I do get what you're saying. Like, Oh, one take hallway scenes are the thing now. So like, let's put it in everything, you know? Right. So, but I think this was well-deserved. Um, I can't wait to see actually, um, Groku, Grogu, Grogu. I want to see him do some other stuff, man. He get it's to me. I've been seeing you for like two seasons now. I want to see yeah. you do something. Yeah. The question is, is now that Luke has him, <laughs> do Kylo Ren kill him? That's, that's the quick question. Because like in the future, Luke was training some kids. Kylo Ren just went ham on all of them, except for the ones that sided with him. So uh, that would be that'd be interesting if they ever flesh that out. I doubt it. They'll probably just leave it out there. Um mm-hmm. Or they'll send Grogu somewhere else, you know. He'll go with Mace Windu somewhere. He, yeah. They, they link up together somewhere off in the far, far galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Boba Fett. We got a show coming from him, so that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I think that they are only really trying to go with the Boba Fett just to give you uh, nostalgia. Oh, it's fan service. 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't. They probably not don't even have a good story yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just like, nah, we gotta get the fans what they want. Fans been wanting Boba Fett for a while. It's too late. I mean, we've been wanting Boba Fett since the seventies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We like forty years in now. Like it's too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was good for this movie. I mean, this TV series, but I don't need to see him in his own spinoff now. I don't because yeah. I wanted it back then. The only question is, is do they raise a new? Because he's a boss now. You know what I mean? Like he's essentially taking over the underground. It's the implications that you're given by him sitting on uh, what used to be Jabba the Hutt's throne. Mm-hmm. So, is that what his role is going to be? Is it's like an underground boss, and then are we going to see a new hero kind of rise up and, and challenge him? So that way we get a new Star Wars character that we haven't seen before. Because that'd be see, that's too that'd much. Be good. No, why? I don't need another one. Because I'm sick of the same people. <laughs> 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 it's a galaxy, but we only <laughs> see like five people. Well, should we stop giving me humans and give me some alien then? I, I, you ain't never lied about that. And I can count the number of black people that I've seen in this galaxy. And it's just kind of sad. <laughs> it's a small galaxy, but it's mm-hmm. a huge one at the same time. Yeah. So I mean, uh, if you really want to do that, then then that's my thing. If you're gonna introduce a new character, give me somebody who is not human. Yeah. Give me costume, give nah. me CGI, give me something different. I think that's why I'm looking for Ahsoka's probably solo the most because she's not human, you know, even though it's a very human person playing her. Right. Um, but hopefully they, with her own budget, they'll put a lot more uh, into her makeup and costume because, like, I, I did find that kind of lacking a little bit in, when she made her appearance. Yeah, um, yeah. It's clearly Rosario Dawson. Like as soon as you see her, like, nah, y'all ain't doing anything. Like you just well, gave her a headdress. Nah, you didn't. Probably... <laughs> yeah, she do kind of look like her. Definitely have the facial uh shape. Uh so all right, so I'm gonna get off Mando because I don't want to stick on that for too long. I can talk yeah. to Star Wars and comic books all day. Uh power ended uh today. Uh um I finished it. Uh I know you, you you're not watching it. Not even one episode. Um, but I will say that uh, it ended well. It ended good. Uh, I think they did a good job with Tyreek, uh, especially in the ending. Uh, better than the 
the actual power. His like character. the whole show? Oh, his character? Yeah. yeah nah, his, character. his character is 10 times better than that. Okay. Yeah. Nah, he's definitely... Nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you almost root for him at times here. Like, you don't want to kill him as much. Uh, so that's a good thing. That's a plus. For saying, he should he should already been dead. Being before <laughs> but uh, the whole season had cameos from the power unit, you know, from the first power season or. Uh, uh, so Omar Hardwick came back. Nah, he's only in flashbacks, but it's all flashbacks from the show. Oh, um, but there's been other other people like two bit. Um, uh, uh, who else? other people i can't think of them but you know it's been good it's been i think it's been i think it was a solid season uh definitely the best power season probably since season two did they uh tie in the end because this was the finale did they tie it into the next book in a way in a way uh well not the next book because i think the next book is the book of canaan um so they didn't tie it into that because that's when he's a kid but uh, they did tie it into other future projects. I'll, I'll say it like that. Okay. So, yeah. Now, I'm looking forward to, for them to continue the universe. I'm even looking forward to uh, the Book of Ghosts season two. So, cause that's, what, that's what this is, essentially, the Book of Ghosts. All right. Um, I, I, have, I haven't started watching Warrior yet. I know you recommended that to me, but I didn't yeah. see. I'm going to take a look at that. It's a it's a show called Warrior. Uh, it's it's based off the 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 writings of Bruce Lee. He he was starting to come up with the concept before he passed. Uh, it's produced by his daughter Shannon Lee. Um, so it started on Cinemax and it's just re, like it crossed over to HBO for some reason. Uh, it's canceled as of now, but you know because who who watches Cinemax? I mean, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, hopefully if it gets a strong showing on HBO, HBO will be like, well, you know, let's kick this another season. But it's if, if you like martial arts and violence, <laughs> like this is the, the, the show for you. Um, where Karate Kid is kind of like, it's PG, you know, it's, Karate Kid is PG-13. This is hard R. Like it's, it's, it's. <sighs> breaking blood and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. Wounds breaking, uh, sex, um, you know, language, like blood, every everything that makes the R is this is a hard R. Okay. But it's it's a show. It takes place in like the early 1900s in San Francisco with a race war between essentially the uh the Chinese immigrants and the Irish immigrants. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take a look at that. I saw it not I did. one thing I don't like about HBO Max when I was looking at it is that they don't they'll show you all of the seasons and all of the episodes mm. but it won't give you a trailer like i haven't seen it like i can't get a trailer for anything yeah. before i actually jump into a season or something yeah. nah that I, I get that and also when i'm on my phone it feeds into the next episode but like when i watch it through my comcast like my actual cable provider mm-hmm. uh like it exits me out of that show and then i have to pick the next episode Nah. Hey, you, I'm streaming. Like, why are you not just automatically assuming that I'm gonna go to the next episode, like everybody else does? So, like, I don't like that about that. But th- I, that may just be a Comcast thing because it doesn't do that when I'm watching on my phone. It'll act, it'll be like, all right, we start the next one in ten, nine, right? Eight, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's still not as bad as Amazon. And this is a sidebar, but Amazon has the most trash algorithm 
of a page, <laughs> landing page. Like I can't stand, like I don't watch Prime that much because I don't know what's on there that is free that is, or that's already in my Amazon Plus versus what I have to pay for versus like old shows versus new shows. Like they have, they, they just throw everything on there and just like, do. you figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it's not on their banner, as far as like a new project, they're like, you figure it out. It's yeah. here somewhere. Like, oh, oh, I search. My word of mouth. Like, yeah. I'm Amazon Prime. And he was like, where? What is it? And you got to go search for it manually. Oh, it's the worst. They have the worst. Like, how you, you're probably the biggest company doing this. And you could care less about this. You know what I mean? Which is why. They got the hand and everything else. That's yeah. why. It's so secondary, man. Like, I don't understand it. We're in, we're in 2021 now. <laughs> like, come give me a better page, man. Everybody else is doing it. Why you, why you got to be difficult, man? It's like uh, going from like Blockbuster to the bin in Walmart. You know what I mean? Like where everything's like nicely laid out. And then like you just got to search through this bin and be like, oh, man, here's a good movie. <laughs> was, is this is this Tombstone? Is this was this supposed to be in here? <laughs> like you don't know if it's supposed to be in there or not. <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> um, so it's another show I want to recommend to you. Uh, it's called Letter Kenny. Listen to me, Letter, letter who? Letter Kenny. So it's L E T T E R K E N N Y. I'm it's, it's the funniest white people show I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> like the, it's the funniest, the funniest. It's okay. based in Canada. I can't tell you really what it's about because it doesn't sound interesting. Just watch one episode and see if you can get into it. All right. Now I will say it's mostly white people on the show, and at first, the first couple seasons, there's only one black person that you see. It's a, a, a bartender. And she's weird. And you're probably immediately like your black brain is going to be like, I'm not watching this because this is like borderline racist, but just keep watching it. Keep going. (laughs) Push past that because they give like in the future, they're going to give you some more characters and you're going to be like, okay, maybe that's just her character then. Like it's just not, it has nothing to do with her being black. It's just like she probably did hard drugs in the 80s or something. Uh, So just just push past that because like I almost quit because of it. Uh, personally, because I was like, man, it's kind of borderline racist with what they do in this character. Like, not the show, uh, but just what they do to that character. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, push past that. Like, it's it's good, man. It's funny. It's and you, like you won't understand half of it the first episode, but uh, by the time you finish that first season, you'll understand their whole dialect. So, okay. it's hilarious. So, what you think about? Uh, did you, well, not what you thought about, but did you get your stimulus check yet? You got oh your my, money? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. It can't. It hit the bank. It hit the bank? Man, mm-hmm. I, mine was trash. I mean, what you mean you're trash? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get, I probably don't get what you get. Why? Hey, it's, it's, it's a money thing, I guess. Really? Yeah. Are you make too much? Maybe. Huh. So, but I'm glad that I got a look, you know, what I did get. I mean, but it wasn't. Nowhere. I thought everybody no. got the same design. Nah, 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 not even. I thought everybody got the six hundred. Mm-hmm. Nah, nope. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Learn something new every day. No, nah. but the interesting thing uh, why I brought that up is because of what's in the news right now with Nancy Pelosi and uh, I know, Mitch McConnell's hilarious house to me. getting 
hilarious vandalized and rightfully so like i don't understand what they're doing but it's like, not their fault well it is their fault but it's both of their fault and trump's fault and a lot of other people's fault well how is it trump trump was trying to push for an additional amount of money to get but see here, here's the thing right so trump is trying to push for an additional amount but if you look at what got presented to the floor from his party which is Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. well, it had a whole bunch of stuff about voter fraud in there. Oh, so yeah, so that's that's the, the whole thing. Yeah, so there, that's that's one thing I hate about politics. Whenever you write something, they'll like write in a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. extra stuff that had nothing to do with the original bill or yep. the, the law or whatever. That's why a lot of stuff don't get passed because they're exactly. like, wait, what is this line item? Like, why? Right. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I hate. So I, I do agree that uh, for, I, I do like that they took a stand for not passing everything. Mm-hmm. So I understand the reason why they did not. I, I really do because some of that stuff that was in there, and I don't know all the specifics, but I do appreciate them actually reading through the material and saying, no, we're not going to approve this because mm-hmm. of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's the same thing on the other side too. Like, I didn't, of course, I didn't read the bill, but from what I'm hearing, some of the stuff that went in there had a lot to do with other com- countries and helping them mm-hmm. out. And we're suffering more than anybody. Like we have the most, the, the biggest death toll. We have the, uh, like one of the biggest unemployment rates out of all the rest of the countries. Like, why are we helping other people right now? Not to say that we shouldn't help them, but like, let's help our people first and then start helping other people. So you're giving now I'm finding out not even everybody six hundred dollars, but you're you know the vast majority of people six six hundred, where we're you know you could have gave us two thousand, but instead you want to give like billions to like Lebanon or mm-hmm. to you know other foreign countries. It's like wait a minute for what? And then you start reading the details and be like gender studies. What 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 are we talking about right now? Like what is what is the real focus? So it's all a ploy to get you not to know exactly those backroom deals and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, so yeah, I'm helping your country out and in the midst of my country's pandemic, because in three years from now, I want X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You're going to give me some kickback. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, that's the part that everybody hates about politics, which is why Trump won the first times because everybody was sick of this do for me, I do for you type situation instead of doing for the people, you know what I mean? Which is what you're there for. You're supposed to help us first and then, you know, we can help everybody else out. You're supposed to work on my behalf, but you're right. not working on my behalf. You're you're working on your own selfish behalf because, you know, either one, you, you can get more power or two, you can get more money. You know what I mean? Like you're in bed with tobacco, you're in bed with guns and weapon manufacturers and you know what i mean like you're just doing too much like you got all these lobbyists down in washington you know trying to push their agenda and get this line wrote on this bill so they you know it helps their company mm-hmm. you got other people you know uh that still hold some type of rights to companies like let's say for example for nashville our governor bill lee owns one of the biggest construction companies in tennessee the lee company he owns it Guess who hadn't stopped working this entire time during COVID? The, the lead company. <laughs> like, what are you, like, it's crazy when you think about it like that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'm not going to do a statewide lockdown because if I do a statewide lockdown, then my company has to stop working. And you know, it impacts my, my pocket now. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So whether you step down or resigned for the time being that you're in that office, you're still involved. Everybody knows it. Same thing with like Trump. You know, you going uh, well, I'm letting my sons handle the business while I'm in, you know, while I'm the president. So I step down. Dude, they're not making a move without you. Right. We all know it. Like, you're not making <laughs> not one single move without you. Like, you Dad, what do you think about it. this? Yeah. You're a phone call away. I still call my father. And he has nothing to do with my business. Not asking his <laughs> advice. So get out of here, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. But, like, I... I mean, I, I ain't gonna say they, they they houses need to be vandalized or nothing like that, but like you I think it, people you, just, you said it in the beginning. Man, you I, they, I, it. they do, <laughs> they do, but I'm not saying like I, okay. Let me say I'm not gonna say that I endorse it. <laughs> I wouldn't tell nobody to go do that, but I see why people would do that. You know what I mean? Like it's just crazy, man. Yeah, like, because it, it, it because it, it it appeals. I don't want to say appeal. It crosses party lines now because now you're talking about people money. Yeah, you said you was going to give me this to me. My president said that you was going to give me two thousand dollars, and now it's being stopped right here, mm-hmm. and you're the reason why. I don't know all the ins and outs, but all I know is that I was supposed to get two thousand dollars, and now I'm not. Yeah, but I think that 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 goes with everybody not being informed, with not reading everything that's in that. You know what I'm saying? That legislation, mm-hmm. because like you said, I, I agree that all, everything should not have been passed because I don't know everything that was in it, but I do know some things that was in that was not good. But if everybody knew what was in that, you know, what was in the legislation, it, it, I think it would go over a little bit better knowing that everybody's not going to get $2,000. And here's yeah. why. And I mean, that's possible. I think, I think really the big thing is people are just, sick of this like tit for tat stuff you know what i mean like just just help just just help you're not helping you're letting party lines dictate and you're letting politics dictate helping actual people um luckily they didn't do a government shutdown that normally happens every freaking year they always do a government shutdown and you know furlough people and all this other type of stuff um but that didn't happen this year uh so positive for the politicians but uh you know it's just it's it's stupid just write a freaking bill that says we're gonna give everybody this amount of money end of the bill like stop putting other stuff in it like i don't understand why they gotta stack them is there some rule that says they have to stack them nah, like that no, no, like just it, just write a simple freaking bill <laughs> like you know what i mean like come together and be like hey man people are mad at me in my state Oh, people mad at you in your state? You know what? Let's take out all the fluff. Let's get something passed. You know, and then we can readdress this other stuff on their, you know, on their own merit or whatever. You know, or or so, combine so. like-minded stuff instead of these one-offs. Like, like you said, like it has nothing to do with with like if we're talking, if we're talking about stimulus. Why would there be something in there and about voter fraud? Right. We ain't talking about voter fraud right now. That's an entire bill on its own is a voter fraud bill. You know what I mean? And then you can stack everything from uh, electronic devices that count ballots to mail-in ballots to, uh, you know, coming together and putting together maybe an online version or you know, I don't care what you do with it. So I, I started reading Barack Obama's book, A, a Promised Land, and it talks about, you know, of course, this is memoir of, you know, his his race to the White House and, and thereafter. Mm. In, in the book, I'm only on chapter 17, but it, in the one chapter that really caught me was talking about his first 100 days in office. 
And he did a lot based off of what he's telling me in this book. But one of the things he was talking about was like universal healthcare. So Wisconsin had, you know, on a local level, basically did the exact same thing. They, they did a universal healthcare for the state of Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. When Barack Obama and his team went to talk to the governor and the people who actually put it together to try to figure out how they did what they did so they can you know, expand on it into a national scale, by the time that they rolled it out for a national scale, Wisconsin was like, no, why? I've already done this. Why are you trying to put this on? You're like, you're trying to push stuff onto me now, even though we've already worked on this stuff. So it's like what you were saying. It's like, here's a bill that I'm trying to help the mass majority of people, but yet you're putting other stuff in this to help your uh to help your state out mm-hmm. so so even though wisconsin had already started doing the universal health care for everybody they wanted to put other stuff in the bill to benefit their their state because they had already done it yeah it's like this this bill ain't helping me i need x y and z now so if you put this stuff in here then i'll say yeah i'll do it yeah stupid man it's it, the tick for tat stuff like you said man you know what i i, t- I told some people at work here uh this morning uh new year so we were you know, New Year's is happening. Uh, fireworks are going off, and uh, <laughs> like most people were shooting fireworks off all night, so like it was happening pretty early. So I just had this moment of thought, and I don't know why it hit me, uh, but like I was like, "Dude, what if like the purge alarm went off right now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, or, or, or just the, uh, 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 what is it? Um, what's the the weather siren? Yeah. This sounds like the purge alarm. Yeah. Like I was just thinking, I was like, yo, this be, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's 2020. Like, it's not a bad way to go out. Just, just do like, you know, two hours of purging. Like, let's just get at it. Like, just <laughs> like, but that's, I mean, like I say that because the way these politics are going is the way that they're pushing, like it's pushing the country that way to where we're just getting fed up, getting fed up, getting fed up to the point where they're going to have to do something drastic, right? Or it's going to be some type of big mass regime change, which is not going to be pleasant either. It would be something like, I don't know if you watch uh, Handmaid's Tale, but they did that in that show, which is... Uh, no, nah, I don't watch that. I recommend that one as well uh, for you and your wife. That's a good couple show. Uh, both of y'all will enjoy it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but like that's uh, essentially the like the Christians, the hardcore Christians kind of pretty much just took over the country and started living, you know, Old Testament rules pretty much in the country. And that, I mean, we, we just keep getting pushed to the side like that. That's, I mean, it's essentially going to not end up like that, but it's going to end up in some type of crazy way. I hope that uh, those times are decades away. So that way, there's something that me and you know, my kids would have to live through. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who knows? This world is starting to see stranger and stranger every year, man. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Like, I can't call myself a Democrat anymore. You know no. what I mean? Like, no. I vote democratically, but I wouldn't call myself a Democrat in no way. Because they, I mean, they, I don't believe in your policies, really. You know what I mean? Like, you're just the better of two. Um, but sometimes not even the better of two. Nah, sometimes not. Sometimes not. It's it's yeah. I don't I don't understand it. Maybe it's because I'm just getting older. Maybe nothing changed but me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, is that starting to be that dude? Like get off my lawn. 
<laughs> the blinders are starting to cut have been coming off you know what i'm saying a little bit slower but they, they starting to come off you know what i'm saying you're starting to see the world for what it actually is yeah you know what i'm saying we, everybody's not privy to know the information is but whenever that glass ceiling get broke then you actually start to see like what really is going on and everybody don't have that ceiling broke yet you know a lot of us have yeah i mean Good conversation, man. I mean, we talked a lot about Wonder Woman and Cobra Kai. So. Uh, real quick, uh, before we get off here, um, one, I have I have to mention, because I meant to mention this last time, Cyberpunk, the video game is, like, I don't know if you follow the news or anything with that, but like, it's, it's crazy. Like, to it, they said it's trash, like it rolled out too early. Yeah, way too early, way too early, yeah. No, nah, it's it's glitchy. It's super glitchy. The company was super shady when they were promoting it because they never showed the uh, product on the PS4 or the Xbox One, mm -hmm. uh, the current generation of uh, Xbox and, and PlayStation. Uh, so they only showed it on like souped up PCs. So like it's super shady. Um, it is getting better because I do have it, so I play it. So it is getting better, but like. Uh, yeah, it was it was terrible. Like you can look on just YouTube cyberpunk game, like glitch gameplay. You'll see like a car fall out the sky or <laughs> I saw a guy, I saw a guy commit suicide and I don't think it meant to. He just rendered in the air and just failed. <laughs> like it was just funny. Like I was walking down the street and just fell out the air. Um yeah, it's it's crazy, it's trash. But uh with that, what is real quick, uh, do you have a best or worst of anything uh Let's say in the entertainment, let's keep it light of uh 2020. Best and worst of 2020 in the entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I think the best thing that came out of 2020 as entertainment-wise was versus. Okay. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody was locked on lockdown, couldn't go out to see concerts and mm -hmm. comic shows and all that stuff, but versus came together, Swiss Beats and Timberlink put that together and gave y'all free concerts for a whole almost year. Which was, you know, like once, maybe two times a month, and I thought, I thought that was that was great, free entertainment. Yeah, that's good. And it helped out the artists as well because now you got all these people going back to look at all their old catalogs and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. they they made money even though they didn't make money. What about you, best? Uh, uh, best, uh, you know what? Even though I asked, I ain't really put too much thought into it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh man, I just wanted you to answer. <laughs> I, I don't got a best. I got a worst though. Okay, you all right. I got you the best. Give me all right. Worst. So my worst of 2020 is a movie, and it's an Invisible Man. And the reason why it's the worst is because it got so much pop. Like they were saying, like how how great of a movie it is, and it is trash. It I is didn't watch so it. trash. Watch they, it just they, for the trash. Like nah, it's terrible. Nah, nah, I don't do that. You talking about like Wonder Woman plot holes? Oh. This chick shows up at this black dude's house that happens to be a cop, but she just starts living with him. You never, they never explain their relationship together. Like they're not, cause they're not sleeping together. So like you just assume they're friends, but like they never go into detail or anything. It's trash, man. It's the most feminist movie for the sake of just being feminist. Like to the point where like this dude cooked the meal for the girl and there, the implication is that he's controlling what she eats. I was like, came out of nowhere? like really like they, i mean but they set it up the whole movie like this dude is super controlling and then when you finally see him he he like makes a 
he makes food for her and she just stares at it like here we go again i was like he just made dinner for you <laughs> it's the stupidest thing i was like if that's the case men's been controlled for like years like hey, women, all, women is always made yeah. <laughs> i don't get input on that like i just show up like it's some food i eat it like i ain't never been like oh she's controlling me like right. been poisoning me for years trash that movie is trash uh and it got recommended to me too. <laughs> like it was gonna be by, good. by somebody recommended. Yeah. Like, Dude, really? I ate them up. I was like, nah, oh, don't ever like <laughs> your recommendation privileges is all over. <laughs> like this movie is garbage. He was like, Well, I didn't the first time I watched it, I didn't get everything. So I thought maybe uh when you watched it, like you would pick out some stuff, you know. I was like, How many times have you seen this? I'm like, what are you talking about? The first like <laughs> Making it sound like it was a, a you know what I'm saying, an Oscar-worthy movie. Now. Yeah, like a case study or something, times. man. It was trash. It was like, man, I was out of it the first five seconds of the movie. I was already knew it was gonna be a trash movie, but I just sat there and watched it. I'm like, all right, it's garbage, man. <sighs> so I think that I think that was a good contrast between the best and the worst. I think the music was good and that that, that one movie. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't even say the pandemic was the worst. I mean, I, I, I hate to say that, you know, unfortunately, and God rest everybody's soul who passed away from it, uh, I don't think that that was the worst of 2020. I think that that was actually probably a blessing to a lot of people mm. who actually survived 2020. I mean, because, possibly, but, you know, the pandemic touches so many different things to include people losing their jobs and things of that nature. So, you know, for some people, it was a hard year, you know, lost family, lost jobs. Absolutely. I agree with that. That's why I say I don't think that it was the worst. I think that it helped shape and mold people, like you said, around the bullying, how it pushes you to do certain things mm. like this potentially helped push other people who were like comfortable in certain oh, yeah. situations. Not yeah, everybody, possibly. not everybody. But, you know, some people, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs came out of the pandemic. A lot of new businesses came out of the pandemic. A lot of relationships were healed from wounds and things like that. You know, a lot of um, stuff like I, like I said, I, I did a lot of stuff around the house and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So a lot of good came out of it, even though it was bad for a lot of people as well. So oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not discounting the bad that happened out of it either. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I can agree with that statement. A lot of good did come from it. Um, gave a lot of family time and, and mm -hmm. different stuff. Uh, and it, it, it's changed the world forever, especially in the United States. I don't think we'll ever go back to the way things were. You know what no, I mean? No. Like, uh, the thought of me just going to a restaurant sitting down now is so foreign. You know what I mean? Because, like, I was already leaning towards getting my stuff to go, but now it's just solidified. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's a, it's a done deal for me. Um, movie theaters, like, that's, that's a yeah, crazy that's concept now. Streaming. You know? And, and, not to say I won't never go to a movie theater again because I, I plan on it, you know, especially if it's something worthy of going to the theater too. But I like the idea of what like HBO is doing where they're doing like the dual release. So like, say mm -hmm. for instance, if I liked Wonder Woman, which I didn't, but if I did like it and I thought like, oh man, this would be a cinematic, uh, a cinematic masterpiece. I'm going to go see, go see it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and pay twice. Yeah. If it was like in game, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I already know I'm gonna watch it at home. Then I'm gonna watch it in the theater. Then I'm probably watch it at home again. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, so like, that's not gonna do nothing but help the industry when it's good content. But when it's trash content, or if it's just okay content, like Dune, for instance, like, I think I said this the last time, like, I ain't had no plans on watching Dune in the theaters. So then when they said they were gonna release it on HBO Max, I got kind of hyped for it. And then they mm -hmm. said they were just 
they were going to release it in theaters only again. I was like, well, screw it. I'll wait until it hits HBO Max in six months. Like, I'm, I don't, it's, it's nothing that I'm running out to. You know what I mean? So, but if you would have did, like, just release it the same day and it ended up being a great movie, then I would have went to the theater and supported it. You know? It's like bootlegging a, a, a album, then downloading it for real <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day. Some of my good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's been several times where I've like bootleg something like, nah, man, it's worth a buy. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna support this artist. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, man. I'm gonna like do always, quick... people. Uh, risk I, it, I, energy drink. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that the other day in the store. I did. <laughs> I was like, I had to do a double take when I saw it. <laughs> hey, it's it's actually good. <laughs> it's the best energy drink I've ever had. And I'm, I'm get, not getting paid from Bob, Bob Ross family. Hey, man, nothing. Hey, man, Bob Ross was on that, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that China white, wasn't he? Hey, man, I don't know what's in there. <laughs> See, positive energy, though. Where's it? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Positive <laughs> energy. So positive energy you just gonna want to put trees everywhere little, little yeah. cloud <laughs> <laughs> but all right man. Yeah, all right you know, again you know what i'm saying thank y'all for watching thank y'all for tuning in uh y'all want us to talk about anything as we go forward please let us know in the comment like us subscribe to the page check out our other content and uh with that brother man i appreciate your time all right i'll holler at you peace